back to the Grown Folks podcast and today, episode number two, I am not alone. I am joined in the room by my good friend James, James, James Prosper. Prosper. Um, so as you guys know, we've got three uh, streams to the Grown Folks podcast. So stream one, get your money up. We talk about investing, business, financial literacy, careers. Uh, stream two, grown and sexy, relationships, dating, physical health and the like and stream three get your mind right which is all about spirituality mental health mindfulness well-being personal development and all that stuff so episode two is get your money up we're going to start you know with the pound signs with the dollar signs we're going to talk about investing business financial literacy careers um but we're going to throw in a bit of life chat as well um just because um but let me introduce to you our guest um James Prosper. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Um, you, well, you're known to me as just James. Um, so James and I went to school together, and um, long time ago, long about ta- oh, fifteen years ago. No, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is grown folks podcast. We are mm-hmm. not young, um, but um, we have just actually filmed a video for my YouTube channel, um, which I will have linked in the episode notes for this. Um, but, you know, I just kind of wanted to get James on here to just have a bit more of a freer, candid chat about business, about careers, about life stuff. Ask yes. him some questions. He's apparently going to ask me some questions. And we're just going to chop it up. So Thank you for having me. No problem. So why don't you introduce yourself to the people? Okay, dog. Yeah, so uh, my name is James Prosper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. a digital marketer. Mm-hmm performance marketer, affiliate mm-hmm. marketer, just so everything to do. Performer, for a performer, yeah, I am yes, a, performer. I'm a performer, yeah. Um, but just anything to do with marketing. So selling stuff. So mm-hmm. selling stuff particularly on the internet, mm-hmm. but just selling stuff. That's like the cleaner way mm-hmm. to describe it to people. And yeah, that's that's essentially what I currently do at the moment. Okay. But how I got into it. Yes, which um, is going to be my next question. Which is going to be your Stop next question. My mind. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> no um, yeah. How I got into it is actually weird. Mm-hmm. Really, really weird. Yeah. So I used to sell cats. You what? Like kittens. <laughs> kittens. Like brr, cats. Yeah. All right. Um, so, 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 okay. Yeah. So I'll have to go into story, yeah. story mode. Story time. Story time. Yeah. Story time. Cool. So yeah, so this is back um, about, let's call it seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I was studying to become a lawyer. So I was at law school mm-hmm. and I lived in London Bridge mm-hmm. and I had a girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. but somebody knocked on our door because we were living together in London Bridge someone knocked on our door knocked down Ginger yeah and they left a basket with a note no way saying you two look like you'll be a good couple right could you please look after this baby kitten and oh, I'm looking at the door <laughs> and it's like yo like who, is, who does that like who That's- gives Crazy. It gives, you know, it's like a, like a, like a baby they leave outside of church. It, was, oh it kind of, it was like that. Yeah. But we were good people. We're nice mm. people, right? Mm. So took the kitten in. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's a little bit difficult to adjust mm. to life. We were trying to work on our relationship. Mm-hmm. But then we've got like a new... Cats are like kids. Cats are like kids, yeah. It's like if you want yeah. to practice for a child, get a dog and see yeah. how you two cope. Because mm. it can it's put testing. a big toll. It's testing. It's very testing on a relationship. But mm. cat was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, she, uh, it was a female cat. So yeah. we thought, you know, we're going to just love her like a yeah. like a, like a pet does. Yeah. And one day, really hot summer day in June, I was studying for a, a, a law exam. Mm-hmm. Had my books everywhere. Cats all, you know, jumping around. I will tell you why this is relevant. By no, the way. no, no, go on. But, um, so yeah, so the cat was just on one of my folders and it fell out the window. The cat fell out the window? The cat fell out the window of the apartment. Oh my God. Right? And Are you quite high up? 
Oh, we were on the second floor. But okay. I mean, I'm, I know Cat's got nine lives, but if I couldn't make that jump. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe Cat could make the jump, but I didn't know. So I went outside, yeah. tried to look for the cat. Yeah. I was really, really annoyed because my girlfriend hadn't come back home yet. So, yeah. You know, I had to explain that I lost the baby. You know, it's like, we were that's, the a, window. That, that's a difficult conversation to have. Yes. Um, but I went down, you know, I'm a, I'm a big guy, right? So yeah. I'm handing out cat flyers oh, and I'm asking around. So have you seen my cat? Cat yeah. was gone. So six weeks later, oh. we hear uh, like scratching at the door. Mm. Yeah. And then it's the cat. The cat has come back. The baby kitten is now a cat. And it's come back. No way. And her belly's big. Oh. So, I mean, she's... She's, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. So she got from knocked the, up the, in these six weeks. In these six weeks. She'd been out in these streets. But she, she was young. You know, yeah. like, cats have cats. They, they, they shouldn't have them young. Yeah. Like, people. But, yeah. you know... <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, and these, like, yeah. alley cats, they were, you know, they were following her as well, right? Yeah. So she'd made friends. Like, they they okay. were around. Yeah. And uh, I think it took about two weeks for her to give birth. So she gave birth to about six different kittens. And I'm thinking, how did we go from zero anything to seven cats, cats did you in the house? The cats? She, the, 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 the cat's mother delivered yes. the cats. Um, okay. But I was there and it okay. was a quite traumatic experience. But, oh, you know, so you watched the whole I thing? I watched the whole thing. I was there because I was studying for law school yeah. in my house. Yeah. But from that moment... <laughs> you know, what do you do when you've got kittens? Yeah. You go and you ask the RSPCA, saying, hey, look, you know, can you, do you have, do you have cats? Uh, do, you have, do you have a home for the cats to go to? Yeah. They said, we're full. Our, our kennels or the cages, mm. which, you know, it sounds quite bad, but yeah. it was full. So I was like, okay, let me just phone my friends. Hey, guys, do you want a cat? No, I'm allergic. Hey, guys, mm. do you want a cat? No, I don't like cats. Yeah. Hey, guys, do you want a cat? I've already got one. Yeah. I was like, oh, bloody hell. So I asked my family, friends, mm. same result. And then I said, okay, we have to essentially... Not get rid of them, but mm. we have to, we, we have to find them a home because yeah. I can't be looking after seven cats at mm. once. You know, the, the, the hygiene of that is just incredible. Lot, yeah. um, so what we did, we looked on Gumtree. Mm. So I said, okay, how much are they going for? Mm. I said, like, oh, they're going for like thirty pounds. So thirty That's pounds crazy. a pop, and we got like six kittens. Yeah, and we could essentially talk to anyone who wants to buy them and kind of pre-qualify them beforehand. But we could sell them. Yeah, but we were smarter than them. Mm. So we decided to go to a library. Mm -hmm. We wrote a little guide yeah. on how to look after a kitten in the first six weeks. Yeah. We bought some cat food, mm -hmm. like some um, kitten cat food. Right. We bought a toy. Right. We bought a bed. We bought a litter tray. We bought um, a, a carry case. Mm -hmm. And we put it all together. So I, I literally went to Asda yeah. and I went to Argos to buy all of this stuff. And yeah. the stuff came to about 40, 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. We call it the perfect present, like perfect. Oh, that's cute. Perfect. Yeah, it's cute. It's kind of like, yeah. you know, it's qu quirky. Yeah. But it was just cute at yes. the time, right? Want, so we just want to sell these cats. We just want to sell these cats. <laughs> mm -hmm. But we put a £120 mm -hmm. price tag on it. Right. So everyone was paying £30, mm. but we were spending £120. Yeah. No, sorry. We were um, charging, charging £120 mm -hmm. and we were spending about 40 quid. Yes. But so you put a package to get right. right. So mm -hmm. we got £80 profit, right? Yeah. We sold all of them mm -hmm. in five days. Mad. Paid our rent mm -hmm. in one week, and, and I just said I, that, that was the aha. <laughs> well, I mean, it was sad because you know yeah. you don't want to break up a mum from her babies. Oh yes, because they were going to different homes. Yeah. But people were traveling down from different parts of England, so like a family mm. would come all the way down from our Gumtree advert. You know, yeah. Come all the way down from Salford. Uh, come all the way from Liverpool yeah. and they would come and buy these kittens like, oh mummy can we have this one and that one mm. I said, I've got like a pet shop from our house <laughs> that's crazy and it's mad because yeah. 
you know, just generally like people mm. in the ends, mm. right? People were selling selling drugs and yeah, weed and marijuana. And I'm talking coke. to the boy. I'm talking to the boy, and he's like, uh, 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 "You're shotting cats. Are you shotting cats? <laughs> like, how much do you get for each one? You're shotting cats." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, essentially." Like, there's money to be made here. But legit. the kittens had run out, mm. so we'd ha- we got our cat back. Yeah, kittens have found a good home. Yeah. And we've got cash, yeah. <laughs> you know, just lying on, on the table, right? It's 50 win. pound notes. That's mm-hmm. the, that's like life changing or like yeah. the mentality of, for both of us transformed because mm. we, we can we can run this. Mm. So what we would then do mm-hmm. is go into Gumtree yeah. and buy More the cats. 30 pound ones oh. and just add on <laughs> our perfect package or perfect right. present yes. and then sell it for like 200 quid, yeah. right? So we had ideas of scale mm-hmm. and we were doing that for a little bit as well. And yeah. it's just cash, cash again, you know, I'd have to make sure that I didn't miss my, you know, exams, but I was going around driving my car, yeah. picking up cat goods and just connecting the buyers and sellers. But and I knew I was onto something. that I'm getting right now is crazy. But yes, anyway. But, but I knew I was onto something. Right. And I knew that the internet was a big part of mm-hmm. doing that. And also I, I wanted to create a site. Mm. I said, I need perfectpresent dot com mm. how do you make a site mm. google and facebook and it essentially uh, google and youtube at the time because i don't yeah. think facebook was that popular mm-hmm. for learning stuff it yeah. was just for like you know you saying hi to your to, to your, to your lost cousins like, yeah, in the yeah. universe mm-hmm. um but yeah so but youtube and google mm-hmm. helped me learn how to set up a website mm-hmm. and that was the, the beginning of the road for me i just mm-hmm. said yo if you can sell stuff online mm-hmm. isn't that easier than being there in person yeah and that was it well, I know the title of this podcast is going to be from selling cats to making... I saw cats from a nutband ginger. It's crazy. Um, That's okay. the truth. So, so that was probably what you would say sparked yeah. your your keen interest in, um, you know, business online. Business in particular yeah. and then online yes, business yes. as like a secondary thing. Yes. So yeah. would, would you say that you're quite a sales focused person or would you because i mean marketing and sales go hand in hand right yeah but some people are to be good at one maybe you have elements of the other that you that you're quite good at but what would you which camp would you put yourself in yeah so like in terms of like selling stuff Mm. i was never the most confident person face to face Mm -hmm. or even in writing Mm. because it just i I felt wrong Mm -hmm. i felt like i was wrong for trying to sell Mm. people because i don't like being sold to Mm -hmm. i don't like buying anything no one can really convince me Mm -hmm. to buy stuff Mm -hmm. but i had to get over that barrier that i'm i had to change my definition of what selling meant Mm -hmm. selling means adding value to selling doesn't mean convincing you out of your money mm-hmm. and then making you feel bad and having buy- and having buyer's remorse mm-hmm. after you do it is if you feel like you've got value from it yeah. then it's an easier process and I don't go home crying at right. night because I've robbed someone or mm-hmm. you know jeopardized my morals to, to, to sell it mm-hmm. I know that I, there's an effective way of selling it mm-hmm. in a nice way so that's that's how I've done that okay so you studied law mad right. law and philosophy combined <laughs> yeah. so how did we get from law to where we are today? <laughs> to, to where we are today. Yeah. Uh, what, what, yeah. What, what made you fall out of love with law? Fall out of love? If, so if you have. I didn't fall in love with law. Ah. I, the, 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 the trajectory, listen, the trajectory of my life was mm-hmm. you go to school, mm-hmm. you go to work, mm-hmm. get married, mm-hmm. have kids, mm-hmm. then you're dead. 
I said those exact <laughs> words in my last video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You did? Yeah. Oh my Does God. It? Watch it. But yeah. So um, that was the trajectory for me. Yeah, we were all running. And I was happy though. Yeah. I mean, I was relatively happy because I didn't mm. know that there was a world where that wasn't happening. Yeah. And you could still really enjoy life. Yes. And get your time back. Mm. Because all of those things, like the law in general, mm. took up a lot of my time. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, I was going into work early, mm -hmm. I was leaving work late. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't have any time for myself. I'd come home, right. I'd go to bed, and any of my money that I ever made in any of the law firms that I worked at mm -hmm. was going straight to travel, yeah. straight to housing, or straight to my food. Yeah. And I would have essentially nothing left. Mm -hmm. Like I'd, I'd be break even, mm -hmm. and I'm paying student loans. You know, they take yeah. they're taking money out of my salary mm -hmm. before I even touched it. They didn't say you know you can declare it. They just took yeah. it out. Student yeah. loan took it out. Bank my and the HMRC took it out of my account. Mm -hmm. So I felt like. You know, it was it was out of necessity that I had to make extra income, mm -hmm. and in addition to the cat experience and just learning how the internet works in terms of connecting people, um, connecting the right product mm -hmm. to the right audience, mm -hmm. I was able to just really. Well, I, I, my memory, I keep I'm literally <laughs> in the moment. I'm saying it. What were you saying? Um, and it's, it's dope. Got, how you got from law into yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. so yeah. So I just knew that I needed an extra. I, I just knew that I needed an extra side hustle. Yes. And the internet was going to be my way to do it because yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to say that I didn't suffer from discrimination or have any social issues, office politics mm. things. You know, you're always going to encounter that mm. in a company that you don't own. Yeah. So if your name isn't on the door, mm. you're going to get office politics. Mm. You might get picked on. Yeah. You might um, just have something that you don't like about where you're working and you want to get that freedom back. Yeah. So I knew that the internet would be a way for me to do that and I could do it anonymously yeah. as well. No one need to see me mm -hmm. to get the value from me. Yeah. And um, that was just a, a powerful um, turning point for me mm -hmm. because I said, I don't need to... I don't need to work here anymore. <laughs> you know, I think, there, no, I think there was another um, example where one of my managers that I was working for at the law firm, mm -hmm. he said, you walk around here like you own the place with your top button down. And that was supposed to be like a cuss or a slight to me right. to say, know your place, yeah. young man. Mm -hmm. But for me, I said, no, that's actually a great thought. Why don't I walk around here like I own a yeah. place? Why, I don't, I don't know. I'll unbutton two, yeah. unbutton, <laughs> two buttons yeah. now. Yeah. I own my own place. My name will be on the door. Yeah. So what that, that message that he gave to me, that know your place, mm. that really, really affected me mm. to the point where I said, there's no alternative. There is no plan B. Mm. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then I just kind of worked under the table a lot of the time. So mm -hmm. I say under the table, you know, wherever I've, I've worked, mm -hmm. I make sure I do what I've said or what yeah. I'm employed to do between nine to five, mm -hmm. but I get one hour lunch break yeah. and I can bring my laptop mm -hmm. and I can work on whatever I'm doing outside for my own business mm -hmm. in that one hour. Mm -hmm. And then when 5.30 hits, which was 7 p.m. in right. law firms, yeah. but when 7 p.m. hit, I'd yeah. go to the gym mm -hmm. and I'd use the Wi-Fi at the gym to still work on my business and mm -hmm. go again mm -hmm. or learn something new and just make sure that I was doing things mm -hmm. to get to the place that I wanted to be. So nobody could ever tell me you, you're walking around like you're the boss. No, yeah. I am the boss. Okay. That's what I wanted to do. Okay, so let's, let's, let's go further into that. So obviously there came a time, and I think for a lot of people who have a side hustle, this is like the dream day mm. where you're making enough money from your side hustle to essentially... Stop your day job. Stop your day job. And actually, it, if I think 
from what I hear from a, for a lot of entrepreneurs, it becomes a point. There comes a point where you don't have time to do your day job because you can see that the little time that you're investing in your side hustle is generating so much income. It doesn't make sense to be spending eight hours doing something else that isn't yeah. a lot of money. So what was that day like for you? Like describe that whole so feeling. I, if it I, happened like do you know that. what? I, I don't even have that day. Mm. I don't have that day because mm. I have a different perspective yeah. about how this game works. Mm. I don't see um, my side hustle mm -hmm. and the thing that I do mm. between nine to five mm -hmm. as different. Yeah, I call it the same activity mm -hmm. because, uh, and I, I hope that they are in the same field. Yeah. So, if, but you know, I, I can't be unreasonable and say if you're, if your nine to five is in a bank mm. and then you're going home working on the internet, those two things don't really cor correlate. Mm -hmm. But if I can get my nine to five yeah. doing the same thing that I'm trying to learn how to do mm -hmm. then i'm essentially using other people's money to yeah. learn how to make my business mm -hmm. so to have that kind of turning point where i said okay yeah you don't need to work anymore mm. no i'm still working mm. i can still work yeah. and still have my business at the same time but when i'm working it is all the same money to me mm -hmm. right because just another revenue stream yeah. and yes you know i definitely say you know trying to reclaim your time and not having a boss anymore and not working for anyone is fantastic but that's actually just not reasonable mm -hmm. for most people getting started mm -hmm. and my advice is not to give up your day job mm -hmm. yes until you get to the dream situation where you are making enough money with your side hustle but it's not even a side hustle mm -hmm. it's just another revenue stream right. and if one revenue stream takes more time out of your day mm -hmm. than another and one is on autopilot or one only needs you know two hours of attention mm -hmm. and it makes double the money mm -hmm. then it's only real it's only realistic for you to focus on the one that spares your time because mm -hmm. we're trying to buy our time back i'm not trying mm -hmm. to be rich to buy nice things yeah i'm trying to be economically independent i'm trying mm -hmm. to have a wealth mentality instead of a rich mentality okay. a wealth mentality okay. to create generational wealth for, the, for my future so what would you say for you is the so people talk about like multiple streams of income mm. uh, i've heard the number seven seven streams of income yeah quite a lot that, yeah. what's your magic number um so um i would definitely say seven as well mm. Um, purely because you're just diversifying where the money's coming in from. Mm -hmm. A really good example that someone told me, or an analogy someone told me the other day, is like a parachute. Mm -hmm. So if you were to jump out of a plane, mm -hmm. and which I would never do, would you, I, I, I've never <laughs> well, done. I never it. Seen you never seen them. But, yeah. but if you were to jump out of a plane mm -hmm. and you've got a parachute mm -hmm. that only has one string mm -hmm. on your parachute, how confident would you be in the air falling down? I'd be very nervous. You'd be very I'd nervous. Be very nervous. But what if you had, um, you know, not seven, but if mm. you had lots, so mm. there isn't a specific number, mm. but if you had lots of strings mm -hmm. in, your para, in your parachute cord, mm -hmm. then you'd have a much safer journey mm -hmm. coming down to That's the floor and, and your yeah. likelihood of success mm. increases when you're able to diversify. So I think if you can think of it like that, mm. it, it's kind of silly. That's to think, a really interesting you know I mean? analogy that you yeah, use because yeah. you're ultimately... Gonna you're gonna hit the ground. Which Whatever is, you do. Well, I guess that's but what do you want right? to hit? Your, yeah. <laughs> but you want to slow wow. journey down. Death. And that's I like mean, a, that's a tough pill to swallow. Right? No one wants to know they're gonna die, but you're gonna die. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. like a fact. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're gonna hit the ground. You're gonna hit but the ground. Hit the ground slowly, and you want to take a nice scenic route. There you go. I like but that. I mean, again, this is like another issue with that analogy. Now, some people say to me, "Well, I was born with one cord, or I was taught." to fly with one cord. That's the right. way that we're supposed to fly. Mm. 
But we have to almost unlearn mm-hmm. that information mm-hmm. because the people who are telling you, yes, they have ten cords, they have unlimited cords. Mm-hmm. So again, why would you listen to what they're saying? Mm-hmm. Do what they're doing, mm-hmm. and if they've got more than one, make sure you have more than one. If they yeah. got seven, get seven. Mm-hmm. If they've got ten, get ten. Mm-hmm. And don't think about the barriers. Don't think about how much time you have. Don't think about how much money you need. Mm-hmm. Don't think about who you need to learn from. Just go try some stuff mm-hmm. and increase that number mm-hmm. and you'll land safely. Okay. Uh, let's talk about mindset a little bit. Much mm. as this is, this is you know, the get money segment. Get money. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you've got a, your, your head does have to be in, a, in an interesting space. So um, have you always been somebody who's had uh, a positive look a positive mindset or has that been a shift mentally that you've had to make so i wouldn't always say i wouldn't say always mm. i would say my life's weird it was it was in the reverse mm. so i started out as super happy mm. i was a happy child mm-hmm. happy smiley guy mm-hmm. you know loved everyone really you know friendly mm-hmm. but i think as i got older i started to i think i was too naive to the realities of yeah. the harsh world yeah Right, that you know, certain things didn't come as easy to me, or mm-hmm. you know, economic barriers or psychological barriers were preventing me from mm-hmm. achieving what I needed to achieve in the time that I wanted to. I yeah. think I kept thinking about the timeline. I was like, oh well, I'm this age, so I should be doing this by now, mm-hmm. or my bank account should be doing this mm-hmm. per year. Yeah. Right, I wasn't thinking about you know how to um, be happier. Yeah. I was just like, how can I be richer? Yeah. And I'm angry because I'm poor. You know, I needed to change the mindset. So I started to read a couple of books and I think I, I'd lost the passion for reading. Yeah. Like in, after oh, uni, we, 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 oh my yeah. God, after uni, I was like, really I don't do want to touch a book. Mm. But how silly do I sound mm. saying I don't like reading? Mm. That's like where, you know, um, information comes from, yeah. right? Words, mm. like when content that we share with each mm. other. But saying that, you know, not all books are made equal. Not all content yeah. is equal. There mm. is, you're going to read some bad things yeah. or you're going to read things that add no value to you. But... Mm. There are specific books that I read, like um, Think Rich, Grow Rich, mm-hmm. um, Richest Man in Babylon. Oh, just everything had yeah. really, really good books. Um, uh, what's another one? So uh, The Secret. Yeah. You know, I tried all of them. You know, um, L- The Law of Attraction principles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forty two laws of uh, Forty two. Um, Forty laws of power. Forty two laws of power. That was another Have one. Have you ever read The Compound Effect? The Compound Effect. No, I, I feel no. like you would love that. Book. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, the one I'll, I'll grab that. Changed it. Yeah. But anyway, go on. Um, and then there was one last one that was a, a really strange book. So um, this guy, um, it was called The Laptop. No, it was called, sorry. So there's one book called The Laptop Millionaire. That's mm-hmm. a really, really great book. Mm-hmm. But this book was called The Millionaire Mindset. Okay. And I was like, okay, I like millionaire mindset. How mm-hmm. can I think more like a millionaire? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I'm so silly. The Millionaire Fast Lane okay. by MJ DeMarco. And it was just a book about this guy. He used to be like a limo driver. Mm -hmm. And he would take really high-profile clients in his cars. Mm -hmm. But he would work for the limo company. So what he would do is he would ask them questions. He'd just turn around and say, hey, how did you you do what you're doing? Or how are you so rich? And they would spend, you know, two hours on the way to the airport just chatting to him. So in his lunch breaks, he would say, uh, and they'd tell him which books to read. So mm-hmm. they'd say, okay, learn this book, learn how to code, yeah. learn how to make a website, mm-hmm. then learn how to buy traffic on Facebook and Google, learn this, learn that, go read this, go watch that. Mm-hmm. And he started to do it in his breaks when he was in the car. Yeah. So he created a website, um, a limo website, 
But he said, how do people connect to limos? They just go, what, yellow pages at the time? Because it's the early days of the internet. Mm. People would just essentially, you either know someone mm-hmm. or you yellow pages. Mm-hmm. Or even maybe Google it. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't a site that people could just go to to yeah. find limo drivers in their area. Ah, so he made a... Like- there you go. So, so he's using his skills and the knowledge... The skills and the knowledge that he's used. So he's kind of like Uber, mm. but for limos. Yes. <laughs> right? And that's mm. like, that's that's a revolutionary idea. And mm. you think, oh, why, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. But he, the principles were the same. Like yeah. the fundamentals of what he needed to learn. He needed to learn how to code mm. at some level. He needed to understand marketing and how to promote his product and his service. And then he was able to just stop. He was mm. able to stop driving it and just connect other drivers. Like, you yeah. know, even in Uber, the drivers aren't making the money. Mm. Like I think driving in Uber is actually unprofitable these days. Mm. They take so much of a cut. Mm-hmm. But the actual business itself can turn over, you know, millions and millions okay. of pounds, hundreds of millions of pounds oh, of, of pounds or dollars yeah. every single year. Mm-hmm. So he did that, and then uh, in that book he had an exit strategy. Mm-hmm. So he was able to sell that business mm-hmm. for a multiple of what it makes every single month. So yeah. I think it was like a multiple of ten yeah. of what he makes every single month. Yeah would be what he sold it for. So if you make 100 grand in a month, Mm -hmm. times that by 10, that's the cost of his business, and you walk away. And then you can use that money again and do what you want. Mm. You can invest in another business, Mm -hmm. you can, you know, blow it all on (laughs) whatever he, you know, wanted to blow it on. But to me, that was like such a powerful book Mm -hmm. that transformed my mindset about how to think of this thing. Just say, whatever you're doing right now, whatever your job is, whatever you like to do, whatever your passion is, whatever Mm -hmm. problems you have, Mm -hmm. think about you providing the solution yourself. Or or look at the people who are providing the solution and say, what would it take Mm -hmm. for me to do it as well? Because the cake is big enough for all of us to eat. You Mm -hmm. just need to, you know, come get it. Um, And so earlier we were filming, and I will link the video in the Hmm. description box, a little bit of cross-promo there, Um, you talked about um, the influences, your environment, people Hmm. that you have around you. Um, How difficult has it been, or easy has it been maybe, to sift through the kind of people that you had in your life? to get to a point where you were only surrounded by that kind of, you know, yeah, yeah. you know where I'm going with it. So that's a mm. tough question. Mm. And when I say difficult, mm. it's the hardest mm. thing I've ever had to do. Mm-hmm. Being able to understand what's bad and understand what's good. Mm-hmm. So when you just get content, you don't have an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. When you when I'm trying to learn, mm. I'm just saying, yo, this is new. Yeah. Let me see if it works. Mm-hmm. But I've been burned. I've been burned so many times, not just by courses that I've purchased and the content ten- ended up being something I could just Google in two minutes mm-hmm. and just or just the content wasn't high value yeah. for the glamour and the glitz. Yeah. They almost, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this, but they put glitter on the turd, yeah. you know, yeah, like polishing, polishing, polishing the turd, yeah. you know. So mm-hmm. the, the, the way that they um, packaged it, they mm-hmm. were over-selling yeah. and under, they, they were over-promoting and under-delivering. Mm-hmm. But for me, I really appreciate people who over-deliver mm-hmm. and under-promote. Mm-hmm. So I was able to find some really good courses and yeah. some really good books and mm-hmm. some really good forums mm-hmm. where there was just some really smart people there. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to be around intelligent people. And yeah. I couldn't just expect my current network. So, you know, I love my friends and family. Mm-hmm. And I love even the immediate... Uh, or or the, the, the one layer outside of that. Yeah. My friends are friends. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with them. Mm-hmm. But... 
they couldn't get me where I needed to be in the space that I wanted to be. Right. Because everyone's in their own space, but we've all got an opinion about how things should be done. Yeah. But if you don't have any data or you don't have any experience or you've not made any money doing the exact thing that I need to do to get my money, I can't, I can't rely on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so that was an important thing for me to do, to, to just clean up shop mm-hmm. and just say, how can I, when I spend time with this person, mm-hmm. I'm only talking about fun stuff and yeah. entertainment. We're not going to go deep about business because mm-hmm. I don't think that they that they have, um, you know, the knowledge just yet mm-hmm. to be able to help me. Mm-hmm. But I know that this guy over here, yeah. if I introduce myself, he can later down the line teach me how to do something. Mm-hmm. So this is like a strategic friendship. Mm-hmm. I think that's the kind of the, the way that I look at it. Okay. So on that note, talk about strategic friendships. Mm. This is a great example of one of them. Mm. Um how do you assess because we're we're we of a certain age where we don't have time for a lot of new friends unless they're going to add value no new friends <laughs> drake said it yeah was, was it drake i don't yeah. know um yeah. how do you assess um when you meet new people in a social environment not mm. business mm. whether or not they are somebody that you do want to keep around or somebody that you could gain from like how do you how do you gauge that? Actions speak louder than words. Mm. So we can we can talk mm-hmm. about the, the, the weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we yeah. can do that for hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to entertain those conversations if mm-hmm. I feel like there's value being added. Mm. But when it comes to actually doing stuff, mm-hmm. that's very hard. Yeah. So the people that, you know, when I, you know, connect with them or I say, hey, let's let's meet for a drink mm-hmm. and let's talk for business mm-hmm. next week. Yeah. Or some other time. I, I, I try not to say some other time. I say, yeah, look, here's a date. Mm. And then we do. Mm. I know they're about their business. Okay. But if they don't, there's no skin off my back because yeah. I didn't have any trust that they would in the first place. I, mm. I think I think the, the way that my life has gone, I've become so much more doubtful mm-hmm. as I've gotten older. So it's hard to trust. Mm. So I can't trust that people will perform. I'm mm-hmm. just waiting for them to mess up. Yeah. But the people that are consistent, the people that do what they say mm-hmm. and um, say what they do, mm-hmm. me, you know, These our relationship is the best people to be around. Okay. And don't rely on people's words. Mm-hmm. You know, people, people say, I love you <laughs> all the time. All right. Don't mean I Jack. Mean, don't mean Jack. You may not be the only person. Right. <laughs> you can love everyone. Right? Okay. Um, but yeah, that's how I thought mm-hmm. to people. Okay. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, another question. So you come across and... and been saying this all of today that you're quite shy apparently i've yet to meet that version of you um but in saying that so and i think all of us come across it in our careers or in our lives we get into a new space you know we've elevated you know we've done well we're in a new environment and we've lots of high achievers have Mm. you ever experienced what is called imposter syndrome Um, but basically for those who have never heard it expressed in such a way it's feeling like you're an imposter in an environment like you don't you're not qualified enough to be there you don't have the skills you don't know why they hired you you don't know why they rate you like have you ever experienced that and when when was that the strongest imposter syndrome Mm. that is so deep Mm. um because it's true you know that when i was we were just talking about doubtfulness and doubting other people Mm 
the biggest person I doubted was myself. Mm. I doubted my own ability about whether I could do it or if I was worthy mm-hmm. enough to be in the group of people who were successful. And I think, yeah, yeah even just our cohort generally, mm. you know, so many people just doing big things, mm. like successful people, mm-hmm. our age and younger. Yeah. And it's difficult to control your emotions to mm-hmm. not get jealous mm-hmm. and to not get envious and say, well, you know, um, it's, it's just not for me. Yeah. Like some people just like working. I don't want to be a businessman. Mm. No, you just haven't tasted the success yet yeah. or you haven't learned what you need to learn yet. Mm-hmm. So for me, I had definitely had an imposter syndrome. You know, there's even moments I still have an imposter syndrome because mm. I think, you know, will people believe me? Mm. And uh, if I tell them how much money that comes in every single day, will they be, um, you know, offended? Mm-hmm. Will they tell me that I'm a scammer? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to me, like, that's like the most personal insult that someone could say to me now yeah. someone called me a scammer the other day when I was getting the train they looked at my ticket and I just it was the wrong way around yeah and they said oh you're, you're trying to commit fraud you're a scammer and that hurt my feelings especially being on the internet there's yeah. so many you know bad stories that I hear people selling stuff online mm. and to be in that category to be called a scammer I was yeah. livid yeah but at the same time you know it's it's, it's hard to justify what you do without showing people yeah. but hoping that they don't get jealous yeah so for me my um the way that i've overcome the imposter syndrome mm-hmm. is just to, to tell people that look i'm just one step ahead of you mm-hmm. right the, the distance between whatever i'm doing mm-hmm. and what you could start to do mm-hmm. is not that far there's only a few steps that you need to get in place and yeah it might look daunting at once mm-hmm. but when you organize it in a, in a really cool way mm-hmm. or in an in easily digestible way you just do one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. You just do one movement forward yeah. is better than, you know, standing still. I yeah. think it's not, it's not even going backwards. If you go backwards to go forward, mm-hmm. that's even better than standing still. But standing yeah. still in action, that is the enemy of this whole process because you won't move. Mm. I mean, that's the quickest way down if we're using Quick. parachute analogy. Pa- parachute analogy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so I've got a few more questions on here, but I want to, mm-hmm. before we get into that, talk about balance. Um, balance of our work life and our, you know, life outside of work, personal life. Mm. Um, and I think if you, because of the field that you're in, you have access to work on your smartphone. So one might argue that you, you it's, it's tougher like, to switch yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. How do you like? How do you set those boundaries? So, so it's a tough one. Mm. It's a tough one. Mm. And you're right, because I'm in the online space, digital marketing space, mm. I'm looking on my phone all the time, mm. or I'm carrying a laptop around mm. or an iPad around just to check how my ads are doing. Mm. Especially when, you know, if you're looking at stats and mm. data and money and clicks and all of that, mm. you can get addictive. You yeah. just keep pressing that refresh button mm-hmm. and you don't have time to disconnect yeah. from the internet. Mm. But for me, I think that important moment when I wake up early, so, you know, I wake up at 6 a.m., mm-hmm. I try to yeah. um, wake up at 6 a.m., just having, like, 20 minutes of silence and mm-hmm. meditation mm-hmm. just to think about, you know, not even what I'm grateful for, it, no affirmations, just, just mm-hmm. silence. Mm-hmm. Just don't think about anything mm-hmm. and get away from these devices because, you know, I would normally um, praise them and say, you know, they're an integral part of the life yeah. and also buy my stuff and click on my stuff. Yeah. But... As human beings, we've lost like a social element mm. of interaction mm. to the point where we interact more with our phones, yeah. or, or, or we than we do with each other. Mm. Like if we lost our keys or our wallet, 
that we kind of wouldn't panic yeah. as much as if we lost our phone because right. we could get our keys back through the phone <laughs> no, no. or you could get your, your wallet, wallet back your card, from your phone. You can, you can do your card list, on the you know? contact list. Mm. A lot of it is um, really intertwined with how society operates now. Mm-hmm. And we've essentially got a tracking device on us. We're, yeah. we're walking around. We've got a device that plugs us in mm. to the matrix. Yeah. So just to disconnect is, is such a powerful skill. So mm-hmm. being able to do that 20-minute disconnect is important. Yeah. The rest of the day now mm-hmm. comes harder because yeah. I have to look. Mm-hmm. I have to use a computer. Mm-hmm. But when I've been able to automate specific things, mm-hmm. so if I was to say say an email needs to send out, mm-hmm. there's an email service provider um, that allows me to send preloaded emails. Mm-hmm. So imagine I need to send an email every day for a year. Yeah, That's 365 emails. Mm. I could essentially write 365 emails. It could be long or short. Preload them. Mm-hmm. And you would be able to, I, I would be able to talk to somebody mm-hmm. for 365 days in a year. Mm-hmm. That's more than people's friends and family speak to yeah. them. Right? So just being able to have that power is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I'm also, I'm not manually sending yeah. emails. Mm-hmm. And I could, it could be sending to, you know, as many people as I want. Mm-hmm. But 365 times mm-hmm. up front. So yeah. a lot of this automation stuff and the way that I free up my time and the way that I really disconnect mm-hmm. From the internet yeah. is being able to automate it and get the computer doing mundane repetitive tasks over and over and over again like i'm not scared of robots mm-hmm. when people say oh they're going to take your jobs and the robots are coming for most processes <laughs> well who coded the, the robot mm-hmm. who made the robot a human being did that mm-hmm. i'd rather be that guy yeah than the guy whose jobs is on the line mm-hmm. and to me that again it makes you a bit indispensable as well like, you know, you can't, um, you know, no one's, no one's job proof and my business isn't um, not at risk of failing because I hear this, oh, it's, it's not a stupid quote, but I hear this thing said all the time, most businesses fail in the first year. Yeah. Most businesses yeah. fail, fail, fail. I was like, what kind of mentality have you got? Like, what's failure? Mm. Failure is when you stop, right? If you stopped yeah. after your first business failed, you better restart that thing. You better it's turn all a learning experience, isn't it, you know? Listen. You first one fails, alright. Keep going. Get to the next one, yeah. But it's because our emotions are so tied to this. Mm. When you feel sad, mm. you're just like giving up, mm-hmm. and you get depressed. Because you just and for me, I don't know where I had this definition of depression, but it was like you are no longer able to see the future. Mm. And when you are in that position and you can't break through, mm-hmm. it's because you can't see the future. Mm. So when you can start to you call it future pacing mm-hmm. in the internet when you can start to imagine yourself in a position when you have achieved it mm-hmm. when you can imagine yourself in a position when you have done the thing that you set out to do mm-hmm. that's how you break free of the mental chain mm-hmm. of not being able to see a future and getting that depression but it's, it's not a clinical way yeah. of, of the diagnosing depression no, I mean, you know, no, mental no. health is important but go, yeah. go look at a professional yeah. but that's a clean way to think about it mm-hmm. because you know you just just pictures of like imagine you know imagine a world where you <laughs> instant, instantly you know yeah. walk with me yeah. walk with me for a second instant 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 right. okay <laughs> so so meditation yes um meditation yeah automation mm-hmm. oh, this, these rhyme right. meditation <laughs> no you gotta do a third automation yeah and um I was going to say segmentation, but it doesn't <laughs> work. But no, no, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, Holleration, <laughs> yay! Um, Shout out, Mary Jane. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but um, but just those two things. Yeah. 
meditation or just just some silence time yeah and automation mm -hmm. that has to be the key part of anyone's business mm -hmm. because they're trying to buy our time back mm -hmm. the time that i am spent doing mundane tasks mm -hmm. is time away from my family time yeah. away from my friends time mm -hmm. away from me enjoying life mm -hmm. i need to, to to do that but i'm gonna say this as a, like a caveat as well mm -hmm. you still have to do work yeah because you can't get to that point mm -hmm. of complete time freedom yes. and economic independence and you work for yourself on the beach sipping you know pina coladas, pina coladas yeah, yeah. right that, that's a dream mm. and it's a nice dream that people like to sell mm -hmm. but it's not the most achievable dream the most achievable dream is to just do one step at a time mm -hmm. but you just have to just change change your mindset yeah and then you know so, so switch it off switch it off um, switch it off meditation and automation. Yeah. Okay. That that is it. Okay. Um, all right. So if we were meeting three years from today, um, what would have to have happened in your let's talk about your career um, for you to feel happy about the progress that you've made? So what are some of the key things or maybe milestones that you will have seen that you'd be like, yeah, you know what, Nuri, I'm doing real good now. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to kind of make it specifically related to digital marketing. Yeah, no, absolutely. My, my, my first goalpost mm -hmm. is to master mm -hmm. another traffic source. Mm -hmm. And by traffic source, I mean where people are mm -hmm. that I can sell to. Yeah. So if it's Facebook, mm -hmm. I want to master Facebook. Yeah. Just Google, I want to master Google. Mm -hmm. So I've used those platforms before Google and Facebook. Mm -hmm. You know, lots and lots of time. So I definitely, I, I'm a very proficient person yeah. in selling those types of products, mm -hmm. uh, um, selling on those types of sources. Mm -hmm. But I've become kind of an, an expert, mm -hmm. uh, and I'll call it an expert, but it's, I've been an expert out of necessity. It's never expert because I went to school for it or mm -hmm. expert because I made money from it. It's yeah. because it needed to work, yeah. and that was the one that I was doing. Mm -hmm. But to be an expert on all three now, mm -hmm. to say, okay, when someone wants to promote on native traffic sources, so that's like news websites, mm -hmm. or they want to promote on Facebook and they want to promote on Google, mm -hmm. I know every element of those things. So in three years, I yeah. want to be a master of that. Okay. I'm not going to have like a goal of a monetary goal mm -hmm. because it's good, you know, everyone wants like, you know, six figures in their bank account, but people think about monetary goals as a yearly salary. Mm -hmm. So you see, they have to, you have to kind of unlearn the rhetoric that you'd use thinking about job mm -hmm. to a worker to employer mm -hmm. relationship. Mm -hmm. No, even if you are working, mm -hmm. it's a business to business relationship because mm -hmm. you are providing some value to them yeah. and they are providing economic value to you. Mm -hmm. So that exchange is just how you change your, your mindset in doing that. Mm -hmm. um, but again, I've forgotten what we're saying. No, I thought, well, I mean, I think you rounded up quite nicely. So mm -hmm. becoming a master. Becoming a master, becoming a master of those traffic sources, and not having a economic goal that I'm thinking about. Okay. Because on a yeah, that's it. So so when people make yearly salaries, mm -hmm. you know, someone says at six figures is enough, and I'm just I'm happy after that. Mm -hmm. I don't want any more. Mm -hmm. like, if you were able to work out six figures, mm -hmm. what's wrong with seven? Mm -hmm. What's wrong with eight? Mm -hmm. Like, is this? Is it, I mean, yes, it sounds unachievable. It sounds mm -hmm. like you need some extra privilege to get there and yes there are you know some people get there a lot easier than others mm. but most of the time you can tell the mindsets of the people especially people who started from nothing yeah if they started from nothing and they make seven figures a year mm. right because you know some people making 
you know, 10, 20K a day. Mm. That's easily, you've done it. Mm. You've done your six figures. You've yeah. done your seven figures. Mm. You've done it already. But I think people are very uh, unaware of the fact that if I think if you have that much drive to get to that point, even getting there isn't going to satisfy you. So that's true because everyone's definition of happiness. Yeah, like yeah. everyone's yeah. definition of happiness is, is, is different, and the mm. goalpost always moves. Yes, but the goalpost only moves if you've got a monetary goal mm. or if you've got an event. Mm-hmm. Like people focus on the event mm. or the destination mm-hmm. as opposed to the journey. Mm. So the journey is actually the most important thing because we have to live life too. Yeah, I like, don't think that. I mean, yes, work up front, you have to put in a lot of work, but mm-hmm. there will be a point where it does get easier. Mm. But it's just because you know your stuff better and mm-hmm. you're making less mistakes. Mm-hmm. But you can't try to, 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 to force it. Mm-hmm. Also, yes, yeah. the goalposts do keep moving, mm-hmm. but I look at those as accomplishments. Yeah. It's not because it's a bad thing to get to the destination mm-hmm. and, and I have to just enjoy the journey, yeah. even if the journey is rocky and the destination is shit. Yeah. I need the, the journey can be rocky, mm-hmm. But I have to learn from it to stabilize the, the journey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if it's if, if it's really volatile at one point in the timeline, have I have awesome. to make sure that I'm learning from that volatility. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, when I had a good day, what did I do? Mm-hmm. When I had a bad day, what happened? How can I stop that from happening? Yeah. And then when it gets to stabilize, then that is a moment I can say, okay, I've stabilized one chord of my parachute. Mm-hmm. And then I move to another one now. So that is how I think about goals instead okay. of monetary value. Money mm-hmm. is, is relative. So what's yeah. big money to you mm. might be not be big money for mm. me. Or Absolutely. if I've got friends in my circle mm. and they're making way, way, way more than me, mm. I can't even, I mean, I want to celebrate. Like, give me like a champagne glass or something. <laughs> but yeah. it's difficult for me to even think about my success. Mm. I get like, imagine like, it's like reverse depression. Like, yeah. oh my God, I've made money, but it's just not as much as... The other so guy and his yeah. Ferrari and stuff. Mm. But it's it's because things don't excite me. Yeah. Like buying things do not excite me. Mm-hmm. Making a change, like a, like a social change or having my own agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, if I wanna make I wanna make a film. Yeah. Right. I wanna put my own money up. Mm. I don't wanna have to go, you know, beg. Yeah. But uh, or, you know, I, yeah. You know, it, it, I don't wanna be Fundraising. offensive to say because <laughs> yeah. yeah, you yeah. know you can fundraise, you yeah. can crowdsource, you can mm. do all of that stuff. But what if they don't give it to you? Or what if they load up whatever that project is with their agenda mm-hmm. and what they want to do? Can't say nothing. Okay. But I know when it's my money and I'm putting out my own money, mm-hmm. that's my movie. Gotcha. You know? So, all right, so we do, let's stick with this three years from now theme. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in order to have mastered those three, two, three, mm-hmm. traffic sources that you're talking about. Facebook, Google, native. Boom. What do you think are some of the biggest dangers? Danger's a big word. Yeah, I'd say, uh, I'd, say, I'd say, yeah, I'd say threats, challenges, obstacles, yeah. um, that you think you will have to deal with in order to achieve that. Oh yeah, so um, first one mm. is about technology. Mm. Uh, this stuff changes so quickly every single day. What I learned mm. four years ago on Facebook trying to promote whatever product I was promoting mm-hmm. doesn't even work anymore. They update their algorithms so much that it's difficult to keep up. Mm-hmm. Or Google, they had like, you know, um, th- th- they call their updates after animals. So they had panda mm-hmm. and penguin and all this, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Then certain people who were making crazy money on the internet, they got wiped out overnight. Mm-hmm. So there was this trick that they would do on Google for SEO, so yeah. search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. They would create their website mm-hmm. and just stuff it 
yeah, with, with, loads, of with loads of keywords, mm. but make the text white, mm. or they would hide it. So Google could read it yeah. and it would rank them for everything. So they would essentially be in the first position when you typed in anything. Yeah. And then you'd see and a product in there yeah. for free. Mm. So Google found out about this and they're like, oh, no, no. But, you know, people making millions of pounds, mm. they wipe them out. But where are those ex-millionaires now? Mm. Those ex-millionaires were broke yeah. because they were susceptible to an algorithm change. So I think the biggest danger is the advancement of technology. Yeah. But if I was to say, what is the solution for that? I would like... I would, I would give up if I knew that, you know, it's always going to change. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. No one's making any money anymore. Mm-hmm. And Google's dead. Yeah. Facebook's dead. Everyone likes to call things dead yeah. a lot of the time. This thing, they're making money. Goodbye. You're just not smart enough. Yeah. <coughs> or you've not adapted mm-hmm. to the changes. Mm-hmm. So I just try to make sure that I keep up to date with what's new in the market, what are new platforms that I can test, mm-hmm. what are new elements of the existing platform that I can test. Just go from there. Well, actually, I'd like to flip it on its head and mm. think, what are the opportunities mm. that might help you along the way? Like, what do you think? Oh. You're somebody who's quite on the pulse because you have to be. Mm. What do you think are some of the emerging, I don't know, technologies, um, yeah. whatever platforms, whatever? What, what's what's, what's in your interest right now? So, so two parts of that. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that I'll say mm-hmm. in relation to what I, what I just said, so mm-hmm. the danger yeah. is that technology is changing. Yes. But the opportunity mm-hmm. is that technology right. is changing mm-hmm. or these updates on these existing platforms. So mm-hmm. I said Google, Facebook, mm-hmm. and the native traffic sources. Yeah. If you can find out something brand new that they're releasing, mm-hmm. oh, why would I even think about a brand new source mm-hmm. when I can just get the most out of whatever the new offering is on the existing source. Mm-hmm. So there's a, um, a traffic source that's quite um, debatable yeah. right now. It's Snapchat. Yeah. So this, this mm. is a very youthful, uh, it's a youthful product. And I don't see people making like stupid money on Snapchat mm. yet. Mm-hmm. And Instagram is another one as well. But Instagram is really performing. Yeah. People can make big money on Instagram yeah. now. Um, influencers, but mm-hmm. also people who have products and they promote on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But Snapchat's struggling. Yeah. But it's purely because the demographic, so it's people who are 25 and up, mm-hmm. those people have money now. Yeah. With, I mean, they don't have a lot of disposable income, but they have disposable income. Anyone younger than that will yeah. struggle to have disposable income. Yeah. And that is a very Generation X style platform. Yes. So until they grow up, there won't be that big of an opportunity to make money yeah. on Snapchat. And who's so, to say that some other Snapchat might not come in brand new Snapchat. and onto that? Mm. And even Instagram, you know, their biggest rivals with the stories elements mm-hmm. and, you know, they, they know that they're in trouble mm-hmm. competing against Instagram who yeah. are owned by Facebook yeah. you know, and bought them for a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. But that's a very tough battle mm-hmm. to fight, but it doesn't mean that my opinion means jack anyway. Mm. Like, they're still running. Yeah. They're making more money than me. Snapchat making more money than me. Mm. Google, Facebook making more money than me. Mm. So I can't even, um, you know, put my opinion in there to say whether something will work or will not. Mm-hmm. But I know that I will test where the big guys are. Yeah. But I know how much money in Facebook's public records, because they're a publicly listed company now. Google's a publicly listed company that you can just buy shares in. Mm-hmm. I know how much money they made this quarter. Mm-hmm. I know how much money they made last year. So if their revenues keep going up, yeah. and you know you see lots of articles about Mark Zuckerberg or Google, and they'll mm-hmm. say, oh, you know, Google stock is plunging and Facebook stock is, mm-hmm. it's, bullsh- it's, it's rubbish. Mm-hmm. Because they make money every day. Yeah. And just because we use a service that's free, like Google search is free for us. Mm-hmm. Facebook is free. Mm-hmm. 
but there are ads on it. And the advertisers spend stupid money, millions of pounds every single day with these platforms. So, I mean, as, as another tip, don't, don't, you know, don't get independent yeah. <laughs> investment yeah. advice, mm. but get some bloody shares in Google and Facebook. Mm. Get shares in things that you use every day. Yeah. Right? But Google and Facebook, I use it every single day. Mm-hmm. Either YouTube or Instagram. Mm. I use Google and Facebook at some level. Yeah. So being able to be on those existing platforms is fantastic. A new, new technology mm-hmm. is a different type of um, search. This is something quite interesting mm-hmm. called voice search. Okay. So yes. we know about Alexa. Yeah. We know about Siri. Mm-hmm. We know about OK Google. Mm-hmm. Um, and the power of people using their voice mm-hmm. to operate their devices. Mm-hmm. So if you were to start, so if I was to start a site now, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about search engine optimization, mm-hmm. I want to think about voice search optimization mm-hmm. as well and I think there's a, a site called answerthepublic.com really really fantastic site yeah. you just put in a keyword mm-hmm. so say we're talking about marketing right now so I put yeah. in the words marketing or digital marketing yeah. it will show me mm-hmm. actual words yeah. that people have said to their devices and their phones and what they, they want to talk that. about Yeah, mm-hmm. and they'll say how many times that person said it and it's in like a really beautiful graph it looks mm-hmm. like a flower Oh, like a, like a cloud. It's like a video. cloud, yeah. It's, it's like, like keyword research. Keyword but research, but from voice. From voice, yeah. So I think when people start to understand the power of voice search or they use those phrases, so say in um, um, marketing, so we just put yeah. in digital marketing mm-hmm. and then answer the public spits out, um, how can I learn digital marketing for under $27? Yeah. And then I as James Prosper, because mm-hmm. my site is called jamesprosper.com, mm-hmm. I write now a blog post yeah. that says how you can, can <laughs> learn affiliate marketing yes. for under $27. And mm-hmm. I'm seeing that that search result mm-hmm. got like 12,000 people on, there, on, on, on in the world mm-hmm. every single month just talking into their phone saying, how can I do it for under $27? I'm going to get all the traffic because yeah. Google's going to say, this person knows what these guys are saying, mm, so let's put him up there. Him, yeah. yeah. And I won't have to pay for it. So there are paid ads, but this is organically. So organic voice search, mm-hmm. I see that as the next big thing. But it's not going to be the next big thing. Yeah. Google is not. Google regular search ain't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And Facebook is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Instagram, YouTube, they are not going anywhere. So yeah. I'd definitely say focus on those. Mm-hmm. But then in the future, yeah, work on that. Okay. And yeah. um, On that, I'm going to ask you one more question. and then. But before we get to that, your thoughts on video. I love it. Um, for from a marketing perspective, and for um, I guess what you do in the advertising space, mm. how much is video a part of your current or maybe a consideration for your future? Yeah. So um, I love video. Mm-hmm. I wish I was doing it more. Mm. I know that you know when ads started to appear on the internet, just ads in general. Right? You look at a billboard or you look at TV. You know, yes, uh, no, actually, no. TV is 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 essentially video. Yeah. Right. That yeah. was our first yeah, yeah. exposure to video. Billboards were our first exposure to images mm. and text. Yeah. But having it's essentially it's a moving image. Mm. Like you know, go to the movies. It's moving text. Mm-hmm. Right. Or moving images. Mm. To me, being able to in- include that in my marketing is another tool, but it's also cheaper. This is like a really interesting thing that I didn't realize. Oh, really? it's, it's cheaper mm-hmm. to advertise using videos mm-hmm. than it is images. Why? Because everyone's competing for ad space. Yes. But 
there are certain platforms that are competing for video. Mm. So Google, who own YouTube, mm -hmm. they have their own video platform. Mm -hmm. Facebook, who own Instagram, mm -hmm. they have their video platforms on both Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. They don't want you promoting on YouTube, yeah. and YouTube don't want you promoting on Instagram. Mm. So they're going to encourage you by cheaper prices mm -hmm. to promote video on yeah. Facebook. Okay. And, uh, and they're going to encourage you. I mean, YouTube is only a video platform, yes. so you can yeah. only do um, videos on there. Mm -hmm. But let's say the different placements, and by placements, I mean the positions of your ads. So it mm -hmm. could be before your video plays. Mm -hmm. That could be a video ad. What about underneath? That could be an image mm. ad. So it really just depends. Yeah. But I definitely say that you know video will lower your costs, mm -hmm. but it also helps you give people a different format and how mm. they um, digest um, information. Yeah. Lots of people are used to reading, mm -hmm. but they're also used to seeing stuff. Yes. So if you get them reading and seeing stuff at the same time, mm -hmm. and you just give them more content by longer videos, mm -hmm. I can't make it your viewing of my image. I can't make you do that longer. But I can definitely try to engage you in a long form, uh, in a long video, mm. to stay with me mm -hmm. and learn some new stuff. Mm -hmm. So definitely, I think video is the pinnacle of most of the internet right now. Because okay. you know, I, I don't know if we can talk about this, but you know, like the adult world, yes. <laughs> there is an adult <laughs> side of the internet, which that you know, when people think about the internet, it's like it's cat videos, fight videos, yes. and adults yeah. <laughs> and porn. Yeah. Okay. We're big people, yeah, yeah. you know, grown people. Grown yeah. Grown folks, post, uh, mm -hmm. grown folks podcast. Mm -hmm. So yeah, when people are doing adult, mm -hmm. that's all video content now. Yeah. Like no one's watching like porn mm -hmm. images. <laughs> you know, and and some people are, and they should be in I prison. Um, <laughs> but you know, mm -hmm. look at the video, mm -hmm. the content. There, there are things that Pornhub did mm -hmm. right, in terms of video, um, web development. Yeah. That YouTube copied. Mm -hmm. How crazy is that? Like That's the porn industry is light years ahead in marketing mm -hmm. than mainstream services. So uh, mm -hmm. that exact example mm -hmm. is moving thumbnails. Yeah. So you know when you hover over a video on YouTube or yeah. you hover over a video on Pornhub, and you, see you can see extra like, either the slides of it. Yeah. or a snippet video. Mm. Pornhub did that no way. before YouTube did it. And you know, Pornhub, their their yeah. Twitter is funny. Yeah. So they were literally saying, "Hey, YouTube, mm. you know we did this first, these stealers or you, you know, ah. the thieves." But to me, that was quite interesting mm. because it says you can actually learn different skills mm -hmm. from your competitors. Why are we? I'm not concerned that my competitors are copying me. Mm -hmm. I want to know what they're doing so I can copy them. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're copying the best of the best, so you, yeah. the, the industry grows mm. and everyone gets better. But specifically for video, mind-blowing how yeah. fantastic video is. Okay. Final question. Because um, this is the Get Money segment. Get money. Um, so I want to end each episode um, with a nice little takeaway from you mm. to the listeners. Um, and this can be, I guess this would be, this would be something that you've learned from a financial standpoint. Mm. Um, like a lesson or a, words to live by or some sort of mantra or mm. you know your motto mm. when it comes to finances and business and money mm. what would that be like what's that one thing that you always revert back to so um it's a tough one yeah it's well, really but, tough it's really tough because mm. i mean I, you know my, my name is james prosper and my tagline has always been empower yourself because mm -hmm. uh, i talk about empowerment self-empowerment but empower mm -hmm. yourself mm -hmm. and for me 
is from an economic perspective it's about paying yourself mm. as well so you have to make sure you pay yourself first mm. because there's so much money that you know goes out <laughs> to the world yes that you are ending up looking at scraps that you don't even have you know you don't even have enough money to, to mm. do to do your basic stuff mm -hmm. after everything was removed yes. without your say so as well mm -hmm. like no i don't want to pay first i want to pay after yeah right so that was that's essentially one skill pay, pay yourself, yourself first. first okay i've got another fantastic one and this is my mentor told me this yeah um when i was just starting out doing affiliate marketing and internet marketing mm -hmm. looking at my online marketing campaigns yeah. and getting money i was actually getting money at this point mm -hmm. so i was making about you know 100 pounds a day 200 pounds a day and i was really excited and my mentor yeah. said how are you getting on have you made much money? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I've got £200 a day. Mm. And he says, okay, is it in your bank account? I said, no, not yet. It's coming though, because it's like, it's in, we, we use things called affiliate networks. Yeah. So these are the networks that are the bridge yeah. between the product owner mm -hmm. and the people that are going to sell it on his behalf. Same for YouTube fashion. Same, same, same yeah, for yeah. fashion. Yeah. So you'd see these stats. So mm. I'd see that £200 a day yeah. in the stats and the tracker. But you know you're not and he'd say, can you get, I can't get paid for 30 days yeah. or it's net 30 mm. or um, you essentially just won't get paid until there's a threshold. So yes. there's some, some networks for me, it was like you have to make um, like a thousand pounds. Oh gosh, it's high. Yeah, you have to make that, especially when you're just starting out. Right? Mm. And I'm only getting paid um, with the product that I was trying to promote. It was like one pound mm. for every in mobile app install download yeah. or something like that. So I'm trying to get, uh, listen, to get a thousand of those downloads, mm. it took forever. Yeah. And then there was a point where I've got money in accounts that like I got to 999, mm. 999 pounds. Yeah, and I've had to wait 90 days mm. before I'd even got my first payout. Mm -hmm. And I had essentially run out of regular money because I needed to eat and pay for bills yeah. and just my regular social life. Mm -hmm. That it became, you know, it became unprofitable to be in business. Not even yes. unprofitable to be in business. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, no, I said the same thing twice. <laughs> um, but it became unprofitable to even try. Yeah. And that was really, really annoying to me. So mm -hmm. my mentor said to me, look, only rely on the money you can take out today. And that's why essentially cash is king yeah. and, and having a good treasure chest and, mm -hmm. and money where you can invest into yourself, invest into your campaigns, invest into your, your education, essentially. Mm -hmm. Because you're, you're not really saving for a rainy you're, you're saving for a rainy day, yeah. but screw the rainy day. Mm. What about today? Mm -hmm. Have you got enough today mm -hmm. to, 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 to make this thing run? Mm -hmm. And if you can seriously just rely on the money, that is either in your bank account or that you can take out because mm -hmm. everything else is fake. Yeah, love that. Okay, so we're gonna close that off, but before we do, where mm. can people find you? How can people find you? And what is the first action you want them to take when they do find you? Ooh, okie dokie. Mm. So I definitely say the, the biggest focus I'm working on now is jamesprosper.com. So this mm -hmm. is my main website. It mm -hmm. acts like a blog, but you'll get free content on there, write loads of uh, blog posts. There may not be that many you know, in the early days, but I've got some free books as well. So I've got a really cool book called The um, Seven Deadly Mistakes Affiliate Marketers Make mm -hmm. in 2018. So mm -hmm. I give that away for free. Mm -hmm. And for doing that, you know, that person would then sign up, put in their email, just mm -hmm. first name yeah. and their emails and they would get a series of emails from me just mm -hmm. talking about what I'm up to. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we can build a bit of a relationship, some mm -hmm. free content, and then I might sell you some stuff as well. Okay. But I try to 
um, deliver my content with 80% value for yeah. free yeah. and then 20% with a bit more technical thing mm -hmm. that you might have to pay for mm -hmm. um, but I'll just let you know as soon as you do that so jamesprosper.com yeah. and click on any of the links and you'll find my book in there mm -hmm. and you can get in the email list so as well for socials if you yeah. want to get me on Instagram mm -hmm. my uh, Twitter uh, Twitter, my, my, my Instagram, I'm not on Twitter, it's a shame, okay. I need to get well, on Twitter, you, you need to get on there, yeah, you need to get on Twitter, yeah. um, but my Instagram handle is at underscore James Prosper underscore, mm -hmm. and if you want to get me on Facebook as well, I've got a Facebook page, James Prosper, James Prosper Facebook page, mm -hmm. just type in James Prosper, yeah. and, you, and you'll see me come up, you'll see on my, on my, We'll have, we'll have linked all of this, guys, in the episode notes as well. I don't know why I'm pointing. I'm so used to being on <laughs> Yeah, on, on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but we'll have linked all of those. Um, anything James has mentioned, all of his channels, his website, in the episode notes. So do make sure you check that out. James, thank you so much for popping down today. I've really thank liked you. Thank you very much. this guy's today, I swear. No, it's all good. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll be back for episode three. Thank you for tuning in again. And... Um, yeah, I've been a dream. This is the Grown Folks podcast. Come back real soon.